But any fun updates either way from you guys? Not really any fun updates, no. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys not watch the COVID numbers like daily trying to guess what's going to happen and that's all of a sudden dictating your life? I, mean, I guess it's not I guess really like a roller fun. coaster, is it? It's it's pretty standard at this point. If it's on a roller, if it's a roller coaster, this is the lift hill. Yeah, like it's <laughs> it's just up. There's I just no... look at the numbers and I just hear clack 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 clack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's not really a good way to put the mask over the flute. I I have read the research that suggests, yeah, just put the flute like through the mask. The in flute some... body bag? Yeah, that's not. You guys are gonna do that? <laughs> like, um, what was the sax the... I was seeing thrown over like the saxophones? Like the 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 S A C K S over the S A X's. You see, my <laughs> sax, sax. my thought my thought was essentially that when we were getting started in August, right? Because in phase two, we're not allowed to play instruments. That's there's just a hard like no instruments, and it's like, uh, and that's okay. what you're back to now, though, right? We we've been doing a lot of soundation work. Now that's a word you just made up, right? <laughs> soundation is not a word I made up. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, so Soundation, um, if you guys haven't used it before, it's one of those online uh, programming, or not programming, uh, producing softwares. And so it's not bad. There's definitely things that are better, but it's free. Um, They do have options where you could buy premium samples and other things. So if that's your life, you live it. Um, but for like a fine arts class, I think it's really helpful because I can't give them instruments or other things to be able to interact with music effectively. And then the other problem I have is how do I successfully communicate this is the language of music while allowing them to interact with it without like freaking them out and getting them to shut down? You know, because being like, here's the lines and spaces. It goes great big dragons fly around. Is kind of a boring thing for seventeen year olds. <laughs> Through Soundation, they can like experience different loops and different things, and it sounds cool. And so we've done lots of little things of okay, guys, here's how you write a basic drum beat: bass tap, snare tap, bass tap, snare tap, and showing them how it all works. And so they can visually see what's happening when they click all these little boxes to make that beat happen. The elementary kids, uh, we've just been watching the newer Muppet movies and then Fantasia over the past like week before Thanksgiving and week after. Because I could feel the like, hey, stop playing instruments in class. And it was getting colder outside. So it was like, all right. We can't go chase down music that's blown off our stand outside every day. So they're really enjoying the Muppet movies. And it's funny how some of them want to be like, ah, I don't want to watch this. 
and it'll be on for 50 minutes and it's time to go and I'll hit stop and they're like what <laughs> why would you stop this <laughs> it's like well the movie's longer than the class time we have so here we go uh what musically oh. are you getting out of the Muppets movies there out of the Muppet movies didn't you say the new Muppet movies yeah there's tons of music in them and then you just talk about that I'm supposed to talk about the movie? <laughs> the music, at least? <laughs> to fourth graders? You are a music teacher, right? Oh, Adam. I mean, I am, but <laughs> I want you, like, spiritually, it was just like, okay, guys. I mean, I've hung out with fourth <laughs> let's graders. Let's get to I know Thanksgiving. what fourth graders are like. Oh, no, I, I agree. Well, no, when I was uh, in, like, first grade, because that's the last grade I attended. Um, I just went ahead and got my GED. <laughs> um, they they would show us like these uh, movies about like the lives of the great composers. You don't have any of those lying around. I wonder like who um, produced those. Like what happened to those? Because I remember them. But I, was say, I so, think they all died on VHS. No one yeah, ever bothered like, to move such them over. Such fuzzy memories. I couldn't even tell you anything about them. I remember that we watched one about. They told me we watched one about Strauss. Oh yeah, we and totally think, watched those. Yeah, and they all felt kind of samey. Like, I couldn't tell you the difference between one to another. It's like, look, an old white guy in a wig. It's For old sure. times. So, For like, sure. so, in that spirit, what they learned musically was yesterday or Thursday, we were watching Fantasia 2000 because the old Fantasia isn't on Disney Plus. Who knows why? Um, and it opens with Beethoven's Fifth in the little butterfly scene. And uh-huh. one student said, oh, they're playing Beethoven. And I was like, they are. And then they clarified what they meant. They meant they are playing the intro to Beethoven, the movie about the dog. <laughs> and so Now, admittedly, and then a, admittedly <laughs> I mean, you said fourth grade, right? Yeah. That's a pretty good poll. Yeah. That movie so, came out in 1989? I think. I mean, I remember it... Showing up, I don't know why, but for some reason there's movies. There's movies that while I was growing up in the '90s and early 2000s, I don't know that that movie was like released then. In my head, it like occurred before I was alive for some reason. So like, like I wouldn't necessarily tell you that like Hercules and Mulan came out when i was alive like for some reason i think that those should have been around before i was alive now uh, again those come out like fourth the 2001 film has a zero percent rating on rotten tomatoes oh no oh do they not all have a zero percent rating <laughs> <laughs> well i'm trying to um beethoven 3 is a zero percent i'm trying to find the one that i watched the most so while he's doing that chaos ensued livy because then i had other students concerned why there were butterflies on the screen and not the dog and when the dog was going to show up in the movie that we were watching and i had to clarify of like no 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 guys beethoven is named after the guy that wrote this song <laughs> <laughs> and they were like so the dog's not showing up and i was like no wait the dog wrote the, the song <laughs> i mean i'd take that if if they eliminated Beethoven and then eliminate the dog and said, wrote the song, I would take that as a win. <laughs> but 
I don't know. I want to uh, say so, I, I watched Beethoven's Third a lot as a kid, but the I don't remember enough about, and the Wikipedia synopses are not helping me that much. <laughs> Speak, Wait, it's gotta be it's watching. gotta be three. Yeah, okay, it's gotta be three. That one came out uh, two thousand. It was also the first movie uh, to be released directly to video and receive a G rating for the Motion Picture Association of America. Interesting. Nice. But speaking of movies, we watched a lot as a kid. Sarah asked me because we are uh, rambling. I just didn't want to clarify. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About twenty three minutes into the episode, we're just kind of freewheeling. Okay? <laughs> we are gonna we are gonna get into our Spotify Wrapped later. We're gonna talk about what we were listening to in twenty twenty loosely loosely um but sarah um she asked me if i could watch the same movie for 20 hour 24 hours straight for a million dollars i was like yeah yeah because <laughs> i was like i watched a Wait, dragon ball who z has movie. To pick the movie do you pick the movie or did she pick the movie no, I think you got to pick the movie. I was oh, like, as a child, I watched, I was sick for a day and watched the same Dragon Ball Z movie, Cooler's Revenge, for six hours. <laughs> and that was by choice. That was the thing, man. There was no reward <laughs> other than I was watching it. Cooler's Revenge was my choice. Or at least as a child. Adam, was yours Beethoven... The third? No, no, or... no, no, no. When I say we watched it a bunch, it probably means that we rented it and then watched it like twice before we had to turn it back in. Maybe three times. Uh, so so what would be the childhood uh, film that you like could have done? Well, I feel like there's a, a difference day. between like when you're like a toddler, very young child, there are movies that you habitually have to watch over and over again. Whereas then by the time you become a child, older child, like there are movies that you want to watch over and over again. Does that make sense? Like, well, yeah, I mean, because I was just going to say, if we're, if we're going by what I did watch over and over again, it would be like one of the like a Pixar movie. Like it'd be Toy Story or Bugs Life, which are like the only three movies that I watched between the ages of like zero and four. See, I and don't get me wrong, there are plenty of holes to pick in the Dragon Ball Z movie. Um, I don't know that I could do Toy Story. I watched Toy Story the other day because I decided to watch through all the Pixar movies and make a ranking of them. Shout out to mm-hmm. Screen Drafts. That's what they did last week. So, you know, it got me thinking. And again, since we have like fairly blatantly Rob's blind ideas from so. them. Yeah. Uh, you guys should definitely go check it out. I recommend the Pixar episode because most people have seen a lot of the Pixar movies. They have a lot of really great conversation about the Pixar movies. However, I will add the caveat that it is a six-hour-long episode, so it may not be for everyone. Hey, but, you know, the college kids that are headed back to, like, home or something that's forever away, that could be the perfect podcast for you. Um, I watched Pick- Toy Story the other day because it was at the beginning of the rewatch, and I gotta say, it's really good, but just, like, visually... It was kind of a rough time. And I know you can't judge the movie based on what the technology was at in 1995, especially for being the first ever like full feature length film done in CGI. Uh, mm-hmm. but boy, it was it was kind of rough. Also, it's just rushed, which, again, that's also the technology. They literally couldn't make a movie longer than like 77 minutes. But it yeah, it doesn't have a lot of room to breathe. It kind of it moves at a very quick pace and it just feels a little rushed. Still a good movie, see, though. I, I'll have to rewatch that one. But sometimes there's movies that 
Toy Story 2, though, total standout out of like all the movies I've ever done. That movie is great. Mm-hmm. I may just have to rewatch the Toy Story franchise. But I was. I never saw four, and I've only seen three once, so I'm looking forward to getting it. Uh, I laughed through a large part of three and was uh, hit a lot by the girl that I was on a date with as she was bawling. Because, <laughs> you know, there was. A, and, like, we were both, I think, either 17 or 18 at the time, like, about to go to college. So there was a lot of like emotions in that movie for both of us, yeah, but I yeah. thought it was more like funny than a lot of things. Oh my gosh. I forget there was something that happened specifically at the end of the movie, but there was also the the bear in it sounded just like my economics professor. So, but <laughs> Livy, uh-huh. what's the movie that you would you would pick? Twenty four hours straight, million dollars on the line. Um. Uh, I I could, I could do that really easily. Um, I just rewatch movies over and over and over again. Uh. Now I will say I do believe the caveat of this is like you were just watching it. There's not I get to play on my phone too or something. It's like I to me the only challenge of this is if it was like you have to stay awake for twenty four hours like. You know, like, that's the actual challenge of it. But the movie would be easy. Um, Harry Potter 1 or 2 or 7 part 1 I could do on repeat. Um, you you really want to, like, every two and a half hours watch Dobby die. Oh, shit. Can I make it any faster than that? I forgot. Yeah, scratch that. Scratch that. Um, can I have it? Can I make it happen the more worst. often? Um, okay, Harry Potter one or two. Harry Potter one or two. Um, or I know this might be a hilarious pick, but I could probably watch National Treasure on repeat a bunch. Um, Let's go. <laughs> I mean, I, I, and there's as, more, but those come to mind. Those are what I've been just watching while I work from home recently. I get behind. Now that is one that my sister would and I would have rented multiple times and watched multiple times with National Treasure. So yeah, I can get behind. It's National just, Treasure. it's just a yeah. great like, just media movie. Like, it's so uh, not action packed, but it's also like not. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I think it's a great background movie, but also I think I could watch it on repeat. I mean, I, and maybe you will be able to elaborate more on your wrapped list, but I would say it does seem to fit the vibe of music that you like, where it's like, okay, I could just have it on in the background. Yeah. Or I could be focused and I'm going to be happy both ways. <laughs> That's basically all the media I consume is like just middle of the line. <laughs> I mean, except Harry Potter 7 part one. Yeah. And like, I feel like I, there's a real spike no, I, right there at the end. I seriously do Adam. rewatch those movies about once a week. I know that's crazy. I talk about Harry Potter on here so much, but I rewatch the movies like once a week when I'm working from home. I just turn them on and let them play. Um, especially like just from like September on because they're very cozy. Mm-hmm. But um, I seriously do whenever I get to the end of Harry Potter Seven, from the moment they're in the Malfoy's house and she throws that dagger, I just stop it and move on to the second part. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not joking. It has always left it like the 20 minute mark left or whatever it is. Every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, and we're done. Okay. There was, um, do you guys remember the movie Treasure Planet from the early 2000s? Yeah, that one was bizarre. They were yes. trying to do weird like CGI stuff with the 2D. Yeah, combined yeah, animation. Weird. Yeah. Um, I wish that movie had been more of a success because I love sci-fi and I like the combination of the art style and stuff. Oh, it may not have been that I, great, but I just think I was, love Treasure Planet. It like it killed off their animation department, if I remember right. It wasn't great. I mean, hang on, I, I gotta go find. So it. while he's looking at that, um, oh shoot, I just had where I was going with that and I lost it. <laughs> was there a moment in that movie you don't like? Oh, no, Livy, I was going to say, there was, on the DVD of Treasure Planet, at some point, there was a scratch. And so, <laughs> the last, like, we got to the, like, final, they might, you know, are they going to make it out off of the planet or not? Yeah. We got to that sequence, and then it would start scratching and just skip to five seconds oh, from the credits. Man, that brought back the joy of DVDs when you said that. <laughs> you're, you're watching one and you don't but, know there's a scratch and then all of a sudden it just or did you guys ever play the hour? game where you knew there was a scratch and you would skip to the next chapter to try to beat the scratch yeah definitely God, <laughs> what a joy all right all right most people know and remember that the princess frog is the last traditionally animated film that walt disney animation studios ever so made. far <laughs> what was the f- yeah wasn't sure. princess and the frog like within this decade yeah. no what yes it was no it came out 2009 sorry no it did not wow. december 11th 2009 i also would have said 2012 december 11th swore you're gonna argue it was while i was in undergrad that's of, that was not in the 2010s i mean i would have guessed mid 2010s so i'm not I'm wrong. It was 10 years and 51 weeks ago. That's not getting you within a decade, bud. That's crazy. Sorry. <laughs> I, apo- I, I apologize, Adam. I, I withdraw uh, my objection. Okay. the But that that's the last animated movie they did. What's the second to last animated movie they ever Ooh, made? ooh. I want to try yeah. and guess. Ooh. I'll give you a hint. It came out in April 2004. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's so many. I'm trying to just go through the list and like what seems kind of recent. You mean as far as don't look what anything up? Just, out, just guess. Just well, guess. The same. Does this include like as... sequels and stuff, like Lion King, like four this is or anything? Not a sequel. Okay, so it's an original. Okay, that does help. So it's after Monsters Inc. and it's after Finding Nemo, but it's like Correct. the same time. However, Monsters as Inc. and Pixar Nemo. are picked. I mean, and, and Nemo are Pixar, not Animation Studios. I mean. That's fine, and I appreciate that differentiation. However, I gotta, like, that's my... No, no, what I hear else it. would have come out <laughs> right then? Blanking. I really don't think you guys are gonna get this. I want to, though. But I won't. I'm blanking on everything. All right, I'll give you, I'll give you another hint. So okay, because Hercules is, like, 1999, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Hercules is way earlier. Um, this came out in April 2004. Uh-huh. Um, it is not a sequel. Uh-huh. It was theatrically released. Could uh-huh. you play us some music from it? Uh, I don't know if this movie has a lot of music <laughs> attached to it. <laughs> Just a simple theme song. I, Not I a lot of music see. in a Disney movie? It has music by Alan Menken. 
Oh, that helps narrow it down. I don't. Doesn't you would me. think the fact that there's not a lot of music it in doesn't it helps help me. Wait, Alan is it Brother Macon Bear? All of the music for all of them. Okay, Brother it's Bear it's not Brother Bear, but I'm getting closer. I'm Brother getting Mare closer. Brother Bear is November a good pull, though. Lizzie. You were one movie off. Okay, I, I'm proud that I got that close. Okay, but no. that did have a lot of music because that was the Phil Collins music. Uh, was it? Yeah. No, that was right? Tarzan. It, but yeah, then didn't Tarzan he then oh, do he Brother did, Bear? No, he did. You're right. Phil yeah. Collins and Mark Mancina. I don't yeah, know the music is great. It's just that the movie didn't take off like oh, the other ones. Mark Mark Mancina also did Tarzan. Okay, yeah, so same team. Okay, so I got close. Wait. I feel good about that. I, I don't know what so it is. So when was but... Brother Bear? Brother Bear is November 2003. Okay. Treasure Planet is November 2002. So it goes Treasure Planet, Brother Bear, blank, Five years oh, later, sorry. Princess and the Frog. Spirit. Oh, the, the horse, horse movie? movie? Uh, Spirit? Okay, it's not Spirit. <laughs> Wait, I no, thought that that not. was the horse movie. It is a horse movie, but that's not even Walt Disney Animation Studio. Oh, okay. I was like, I totally would believe that, because I don't think I ever watched that movie. Uh, that's a DreamWorks. Oh, okay. Okay. Can you give us a hint? Is it an animal movie or a people movie? It is an animal movie. Oh, so it's like... They really latched on with Brother Bear. Okay, what animals? Uh, <laughs> you don't I have mean, to tell did us. Did they but... do something like Watership Down? Oh, it's not Watership <laughs> Down. <laughs> I like the idea. Watership Down is great, except for the like uh, killing off of the rabbits at the first chapter. It's like, oh. I read that book when I was younger and I hated it. And then I read it again later as an adult. And I realized that the reason I hated it was that all like the dread and anxiety was intentional. <laughs> it's like, no, you're su- <laughs> this is supposed to be miserable. You're, this is supposed to suck. That's the whole point. They're going to kill all the rabbits. Hmm. Um, I don't well, know. Right, has... Yeah, I don't know. I'm just going yeah, to be proud too. of Brother Bear. This would be a little film called Home on the Range. What? Wow! Oh, is that the barn animal? Yeah, I think I've seen it. That's not barnyard. That was a Nickelodeon movie. It's Home on the Range. I have not seen it. I don't think. I'm pretty sure I I went to go see it with Miss Wendy. Eh, I'm I'm fine not having guessed that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So it goes. It goes. So kind of coming out of the Tarzan's like the last quasi Renaissance movie. Then it goes Fantasia 2000, Emperor's New Groove. Atlantis, The Lost Empire, Treasure Planet. Now, those three are all when they decided to move in a direction that like wasn't princess movies. Or like, right. what if we did movies that didn't have any music? I can't that, believe like, were more not like more for boys, but like less princessy. More just, just like, of, like kid brand movies. Yeah, yeah I can't like, believe movies. that Emperor's New Groove um, would be the first out of those three. The That's crazy. Dolls to do some soundtracks and thing. Yeah, and then <laughs> those all flopped. Like all three of those. Lilo and Stitch is in there, which was okay. Yeah. Um, and then Brother Bear and then Home on the Range. And they're like, oh, no. <laughs> so they did Princess of the Frog and then they wrapped it up. So far. So far. We don't know. But, we don't know. Eh. We don't know. <laughs> but speaking of wrapping it up, you guys want to talk about our wrapped list? Oh, nicely done. And then kind of call it a, a podcast? Yeah, sure. All right, Livy, what you got? Oh, I don't really have one. Um, I mean, I don't have one. I haven't been on a 
Spotify account the full year. Um, and if I had, it uh, would just be the stuff I've talked about on the podcast. So a lot of... By the way, Home on the Range had a budget of $110 million. Oh, and it made 50 million no. Domestic. Oh, no. <laughs> it made $104 million worldwide. Oh, no. <laughs> That's no good. Treasure Planet. Oh, no, it's worse. What? Worse Treasure than Planet Home on the Range? Treasure Planet had a budget range. of $140 million. And it made $38 million domestic. <gasps> What? And it only made 109 worldwide. I can't believe it did so poorly. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why they had to close up shop. Oh my goodness. Now, Brother Bear, Brother Bear had only had a budget of 46 million, but it made 250 million worldwide. I did not know that movie popped off so hard. I think it was just because it was a theatrical release. Anyway, sorry I interrupted you. Let me no, go ahead. Okay. I was just saying that. If I did have one, it would just be the stuff I've talked about on the podcast. So a lot of no name, a lot of Chance the Rapper, uh, you know, the other people that I've talked about. <laughs> I hate that. So Livy, uh-huh. what do you think? Because I'm looking through the my top songs for 2020. Uh-huh. What do you think the first song was on the list that... Uh, and if you can't do song, you can tell me like band. Okay. What? It probably just under be, my song. What do you think? Let's just guess each other's artists. Am I guessing? Okay. Me? What do you think the first artist that you recommended that I have oh. on my list? Uh, no, no name. No. It's the it's the other one. It's uh, Jamila <laughs> uh, Woods. The, the lady. Jamila Woods. Oh no, no, but she oh. is close. Her her holy is close. Okay. Who else have I talked about? Um, is it Dynamo? I talked to the Yeah. Yeah, Dynamo. <laughs> yeah. Oh nice. But yeah, Jamila Woods is like eight down from that, so cool. she's right there. Cool, cool, cool. Adam, you wanna tell us about your wrapped playlist? Yeah, I'm trying to get back to it. As I can see if I even have one of your songs on my playlist. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Hurtful. Um, There's a lot of like Hamilton on this list, and so it like <laughs> it interspersed like random things. Adam, nice. you have to tell the people your number one song. Oh yeah, I will. <laughs> uh my number one song, as Livy alluded to, is the uh the official it's the official single version with lyrics of the Twin Peaks theme song. <laughs> Uh, Falling by Julie Cruz, uh, compo- written by Julie Cruz and David Lynch. Uh, I don't think it, I don't think it's actually accurate. Um, I mentioned to Louie before we started that I think I think this was a really big rebuilding year for me. Like nothing really like grabbed my attention and popped off that I got like obsessed with and listened to over and over again. Because I said that was my top song with only forty six listens, which over three hundred sixty five days or fifty two weeks doesn't seem all that impressive. You know, once a week's not really what you're going to be listening. Not to. Not for like a favorites. song you're obsessed with, but then you think you listened to the Twin Peaks theme song like almost once, once a week. Oh yeah, sure. And that does um, uh, that is an interesting think, t- I think statistic. What happened was is that I put it on like repeat. Some nights when I was like going to bed or something like that. Oh my goodness, that's so I, I think oh it's like no. three nights where it just played relentlessly. I think that's how it got to. Me. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that algorithms don't always work? Uh, not in this case, but 
I mean, just statistically, I did probably listen to it the most, but <laughs> it's not necessarily a value judgment. Uh, my top artists don't have anybody that you two recommended. I'm sorry. That's okay. Well, at least in, like, in my, like, my top five artists. Let me see in my full list. That's not going to make you guys feel any better. No, that's okay. Oh, I mean, you guys were fairly far down on the list. Because similar to Adam, like, there's definitely a lot of stuff that I listen to a lot of the time on here. But there's also, I remember back in March and April when I, like, had to walk Luna around the apartment and go pick up after her. And so it was, okay, let me pop in some headphones and listen to this playlist that has, like, nine songs on it. And so <laughs> there's definitely a lot of those songs that maybe are a little bit higher than they need to be. Sorry, you guys didn't crack the top 100 here. That's uh, okay. <laughs> you know, it, it'll be all right. That's okay. Uh, but my top five artists were Sufjan Stevens, because he had a big new album come out. U2. Been on, I think they've been on there every single year that I've thought of Spotify wrapped, but also because of the big drafting that my dad did. The Midnight, The Avalanches, and somehow The Beatles, which that doesn't really add up oh. for me, but maybe. I don't know who The Avalanches is. Uh, they're good. They In like 2000, they released an album that's like totally samples. Oh, cool. Uh, it's called Since I Left You. I listened to it a bunch at the beginning of the year. In fact, after I quit my job and I started like going to the library every day to work on my thesis, mm -hmm. that's what I would listen to most days, like walking to the library. And so... Cool. It actually takes me back to like a very optimistic time in my life um, nice. when I was making progress in my thesis and before the pandemic started. So Ooh, that's, yeah. that's a nice thing to hold on to. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, they just sampled a bunch of different stuff. Like it's one of the first examples of what people call now like plunder phonics or something else where you take thousands of samples and you turn them into a, an album. Huh. Like there's no lyrics or singing or anything unless yeah. it's also a sampled element. Cool. They released really, cool. that album was really popular. They released another one in 2016. They had like a big gap from 20, 2000 to 2016. I have not listened to that one all the way, although I found them because they had MF Doom rap on one of the singles from 2016, Ooh. which is how I found them in the first place. But I didn't actually listen to the full album until sometime last year and then mostly at the beginning of this year. Did any of those crack your uh, top 100, Seth? Uh, yeah. Okay, I did actually listen to, what was his name, Sufjan Stevens? Oh, yeah, Sufjan. Yeah, I did actually listen to him at some point. So, okay. <clears throat> um, no, also <laughs> my top song uh, only has forty-three streams. <laughs> All right, so we actually came out kind of the same there. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I listened to the song less than once a week. <laughs> I, so I think it was a big rebuilding year for me. I think I tried to listen to more new music, but I didn't really like get super attached to anything. I'm curious. Yeah. Okay, so how can I look at the number of streams? Where are you finding that? If you go on your phone. Yeah. Or I guess like to the website and you click on the thing that says wrapped. Yeah, it's giving me a story. Yeah, so it's like yeah, the you watch fifth like, story. story block. Does it only tell you the like, number of your number your one song? It is the... Because I was curious, because the number it one song... It is the song... fourth page of the story. Oh, okay. Because the number one song on this app is Alex's no, song. No, it is the fifth. It is the fifth. It's the fifth uh, page of the story. Excuse oh, me. okay. I wanted to know. So, 
it looks like, well, now I don't know how to, okay, there it is, top 2020 songs. Um, oh, yeah, that has to be it, because I just realized it tells you, like, your story with this song. So it tells you your first stream of it, the day with the most streams, like when it hit a, a notable mile mark. And so the day with the most streams for following for me is September 6th. And the day that it hit its 25th stream is September 6th. Um, I was hoping to figure out like what of the songs that are on my app that are mine and not Alex's, like oh, how many times I had streamed no, it. Just it. Tells you that, that one. Okay. Unless there's some way to search through like the metadata. Nah, because I bet I've listened to of the top songs that on here that are mine. I bet that I've listened to them at least 30 times. And I've only been on this app for like three months. Because <laughs> I just listen to the same things over and over and over and over again. And then I drop them forever. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> All right, we ready for my list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't even know what my list tells me. Because it's essentially like, hey, you know those playlists you created? You listen to them a lot. Because <laughs> as I'm scrolling through my top 20 songs, like I know the two playlists <laughs> that it's pulling from. Uh, but my top song was You've Got Me by The Greeting Committee. Oh, um, I like that and one. And if our listeners remember that like hodgepodge episode... That was the song that I was like talking about back oh, in yeah. April. Yeah, I like that one. The one with like uh, Queen topics? Uh, no, that is um, Jukebox the Ghost, oh, which right, was right, right, right. like same realm, but Stay the Night is my fourth song, which Stay the Night was the where it was like Journey that I was like, this is clearly an homage to, um, I want to say an Aerosmith song, and that's the wrong title of this Journey's. <laughs> <laughs> don't stop believing mm. oh goodness i wanted to say dream on <laughs> so bad <laughs> um but yeah uh hippocampus makes my list though um thomas rett makes the list now i will say uh bob uh makes the top he is 15 what bob song am i listening to that has made it to number 15 on this list uh what's the flat earth one just flat earth is that it <laughs> no oh. and this is from the like uh i think the self-titled album the yeah Ad- bob and the adventures of uh bobby ray or something like that there's only one song of his that i ever listened to i couldn't tell you the name of it though is it past my is it past my shades no no it was not <laughs> Because that's what I listen to a lot, apparently. I think huh. it's because of, I also listen, like, put songs on for, like, uh, fine arts classes and, like, my music classes. Yeah. And so that one's got a real heavy, like, one, two, three, and four. <laughs> so when we're doing counting exercises, it's easy to go along to. Oh, I, it was definitely Airplanes, and I actually thought of that, but then I doubted myself. That's the one song of his that I used to listen to. Just kidding. I was a little listen to Magic. So there's the one album. I listened to that one album. Oh, and it's the one you're talking about. Those are also from that album, Adventures of Bobby Ray. Yeah. Um, let's see. I got some Neon Trees on here. I got some Ed Sheeran on here. Um, some Dave Matthews. And then some Anderson Pack. 
along with, as I was saying... I believe it's Pac. Oh. Mm. I apologize. Um, I could be wrong, but, too. It's happened before. I'm, I'm willing to believe you in this one circumstance, <laughs> okay. though. Now, I will say, like, Jet Black is a lot further down, and I swear I've listened to Jet Black as many times as I've listened to You've Got Me. But who am I? Also, I wonder I wonder if all of the Hamilton stuff that I've listened to that Spotify is counting as quote-unquote rap music as well as like double counting it as show tunes because it told me my like top genres were pop rap show tunes rock and roll and maybe electric i think i also had that i think my number five was show tunes and it was like mm, that's not what happened <laughs> Yeah, no. Now, in previous years, I will say there has been plenty of um, the Book of Mormon, mm-hmm. but not th- not this year. You know, although maybe I did need more South Park creators in my life this year. Um, if we wanted to talk about overlap of things that we've talked in the podcast before, I just wanted to point out that in one of I think in one of the catch up episodes or one episode where we talked about things that we've been listening to. Uh, I mentioned that I started listening to They Might Be Giants. And mm-hmm. the two songs I mentioned, Birdhouse in Your Soul and Istanbul, uh, both cracked the yep. top five. Whoa. For my end yeah, of cause... Although I wish that Istanbul had been dropped down because it's kind of a meme song. And my number six is Deep Blue by The Midnight, which is like my favorite Midnight song ever now. kind of wish that had gotten that top five representation. But, <laughs> eh, you know. I, I saw that on your top five. I don't remember if it was on. It was probably on Twitter. No, um, I, I think I sent it to you guys. Yeah, that's right. Um, but I saw it and I, and I thought to myself, I was like, D- does he really listen to that song that much? I do. <laughs> I mean, again, I listened to their stuff and it was enjoyable. I've still listened was to the really one album. Like, those are just the two songs I like most off that one album. I need to listen to it. It was really odd when I was starting with their, like, uh, you know, top stuff, and all of a sudden, what was it, Mickey's Playhouse started playing? Yeah. Yeah. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. Yeah. Uh, and then, <laughs> I was like, what is this? What was the other one I was going to point out? Ah, the fable of the lost episode that we recorded and then it like went into the ether in like March or April. Uh, I talked about an album called... We did another three albums where each of us kind of talked about an album and then all the data was lost and I was devastated for weeks. Um, uh, I talked about an album called Music for Saxophone and Bass Guitar, which I'm mentioning again because... We didn't really, since it's it ceased to exist. Go listen to that. It's by Sam Gendel and Sam Wilkes. It's very good. Uh, but a bunch it was of, enjoyable. Uh, but a bunch of the it's like just real like it's got a lot, it's like got a lot of loops. It's just real chill vibes. Uh, a, lo- a bunch of those tracks made my top list as well. A bunch of the, my top ten, like top twenty. So now that I approve of. And then out of I think the like I mentioned I think falling did just get bumped up because I listened I put it on while I was falling asleep one or once or twice out of the whole year, and then probably my number one track actually that I listened to the most was This Must Be the Place by Talking Heads, which would be higher up if I did not put together a Spotify playlist of every cover 
of this must be the place that I could find. That way I could just listen to the same song but different versions of it for like an hour at a time. Uh, if you look through in like my top 20, I have like five different versions of this must be the place. So <laughs> that one's All definitely right, so that most might, listened that song. might be your real number one. <laughs> Wait, what? That might be your real. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, one. the Talking Heads one is number two, and then I have four others of that in the top fifteen. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there because, kind of like we've talked about, I listen to full albums, and so there it, like, I don't have a Need to Breathe song in the top five, but everything on that album is on my playlist. <laughs> yeah. Of like, here's things you listen to. So it's like, okay, that's how that's how. Had I picked a single, then yeah, it's like, oh look, there's most of that Avalanche's album, or there's most of the Sufjan album, or most of the Midnight album, or most of the Way Is Blood album, or most yep. of the new Rap Fieria album. Oh, he's. Um. All right. Well. Oh, I wanted. I also wanted from... to say minutes. Now minutes probably doesn't work for Livy because you were sharing it, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. Seth, did you look and see how many minutes that you listened to of the year? No, but I can. I can do that. What, uh, do you know what block it is? Uh, it should be close to the end. If you go to the very last panel, it'll tell you. It should be, like, on the final thing that you're supposed to save or screenshot or whatever. I listened to 543 artists this year. Not that one. Minutes. Or were you just throwing that out for extra info? I was just throwing it oh, out there. sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to leap one. Uh, I listened to 11,000 minutes. Interesting. Do you do any other listening? Like, do you do on, on like, iTunes or Apple Music or whatever? Uh, no. I've been, I mean, occasionally when my car connects to my phone, if Spotify's not open, it'll go to that. Uh, and I've also, let's see, I've listened to two shorter, like, lifestyle books that were probably in the range of like six to eight hours oh yeah but then there's also i've listened to five of the six-part series of the mortal instruments um and those average about 15 hours so and then i've also finished uh one of the inheritance books this year that would be long so so there's yes there's like 50 plus hours of book listening yeah at least (laughs) that i feel like generally would have been dedicated to music while i was driving um i had of music listening i use spotify as my primary music source occasionally i'll listen to something on youtube but that's not like my primary source um, according to Spotify, I had 60,000 minutes of music listening. Well, that's a nice even number. Uh, 63. 63,000. That's uh, wild. Music listened to. But I also had 40,000 minutes of podcasts. Yeah, that would be me with the podcast, not Spotify. So we're coming in at like 109,000 minutes of Spotify listened to in 2020. Just always listening to stuff. Pretty much. That's how that, if you if you oh, do yeah. the math, that's twenty percent of the year. That's how my that's how my podcasts would look. Um, I know that out of the three of us, I would have 
the lowest Spotify minutes far and away. Like if we could combine Spotify and then Tidal, which I was using before, it would not compare to either right. of y'all's. But I think my podcast numbers would rival yours, Adam, if not Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think I could potentially beat you, if not, if not dwarf them, rival you. Um, <laughs> just because right. I'm the same way, where I am always listening to something like 24 seven, like always. Um, and for me, I very rarely listen to music compared to podcasts. Like I have to be. I was surprised I still got to sixty thousand minutes of music because yeah. I felt like. I've been discovering and getting into less music and listening to way more podcasts. So I was kind of surprised that like those numbers held even. Well, I just, when I'm listening, either I need it to be entertaining because I'm doing something really boring and I need entertainments, which to me, music isn't entertaining. Um, It's horrible, but music (laughs) isn't entertaining. I need something narrative (laughs) is basically what I'm saying. Um, I don't want it because I don't think critically when I listen. So it's just coming at me no, I mean, and that's so... why that's why we got master's degrees in music theory, <laughs> because we don't enjoy listening to music <laughs> we we just want to be critical um and so yeah. i just i just listen to podcasts but then the only time that i listen to music is if i can't be focusing on the podcast which is very rare if i'm like working mm-hmm. basically but usually when i'm working i have a movie going so the only reason I think maybe so, you yeah, would beat me like... out on podcasts is because I also, I'd say I do like 25% audiobooks and 75% podcasts. So mm. I have a lot of audiobook hours in there as well. So Adam, I want you to know your music mm. is probably just because of the 80 nights that you spent listening to the Twin Peaks theme song. Probably. It was just like two nights. Come on. 80. I think that that was like 30,000 <laughs> minutes right there. <laughs> um, no, but all right. Uh, well, after having talked about that, won't we wrap it up there? Um, and hopefully we will talk to you guys in a few weeks. And then again, we're going to take off January and then we'll probably, instead of doing a weekly release schedule, we'll probably do every other week starting in February. But we'll let you guys know more about that through our social media channels um, and other things like that. You can follow us individually or you can follow the podcast. Um, feel free to email us, send us a DM, whatever. Like We're all happy to chat. And don't forget, did so, you already say Discord? Don't forget to try to look for our Discord. Because it'd be nice to have people talking in there. It's getting really yeah. lonely. And that will actually, we will see that immediately because we all check our Discord. I'm on Discord. Yeah. <laughs> You're on Discord much, always. Even. So. <laughs> No, no. Unless you're on it, like, during a lesson, like, <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> like, hey, look, Jimmy, no, no, somebody's I, talking I to me. That's not true. <laughs> now, it would be funny if your bosses had made it this far in an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to scan, like, all right, let's see if Adam's talking about any bad things he does in a lesson. Um, but, all right, guys, we will see you next time. Thanks for stopping by. Bye. Bye. Bye.